welcome to the Mindful Mac podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie. On this podcast, we would like to showcase stories that led ordinary people to doing extraordinary things through a positive mindset, self-growth, creativity, improvement, being a good leader, and, well, leaving a legacy. With this podcast, we hope to inspire you to apply these principles to your life to see where it can get you, while also providing you with brain food to fuel you on your journey. As a side note, I want to apologize for not uploading last week. I got sick and was diagnosed with peripheral vertigo, so that was fun. And now I'm just basically trying to get back into the world. Uh, Anyways, in today's episode, we have my good friend William Parks here with us to share his story. Question number one, for the people that are new to you, explain what you do, what you don't do. Here we go. <laughs> what I do and don't do. All, I, I'd say this, the <laughs> list of what I don't do is going to be much longer than the list of things that I do do. <laughs> so anybody who doesn't know me, my name is William Parks. I'm a cybersecurity professional and an avid enthusiast of fitness and podcasting and a bunch of other random stuff. Honestly, I'm just, a, I'm just a very well-rounded <laughs> individual, I guess. Um, but so anyway... I work in cybersecurity as a penetration tester, which no, it's not like the name sounds. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. We, we test security of computers and devices for organizations and companies. What and kind of devices? Kind of devices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're really going down this path. <laughs> you um, started it. <laughs> uh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. But um, so essentially I, I do that for work and, and it's super fun. I have a whole lot of passion built up behind it and really kind of grew that passion from college actually before I got to college really, but we'll get into that here in a minute. So thoroughly enjoy doing that. I have podcasts in cybersecurity. I also have a podcast with a couple other of my close friends from college. And uh, we just talk about really anything and everything that you probably won't hear on a different podcast. Um, kind, of, kind of a lot of the unsaid things that men uh, deal with or, or feel like they have to deal with. And we just essentially talk about them live and we just discuss things like that. So hopefully it helps people and they can take a quick little tidbit away and just apply that to their life. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, I just want to kind of shout this out. We'll talk about it later. Um, if you're wondering, cause I've, I've heard, you know, we've talked about this. If you wonder what guys talk about when they're just catching up, check out the podcast. <laughs> Small talk Sunday on Instagram. Small talk Sunday. I'll link it it's, in the description. Oh, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's, we don't have it on Spotify or any of those major platforms yet. Right now it's just Instagram or YouTube, um, but yet. we will get there. Yeah. Yet is the big key word. Right? <laughs> so it's, we have, everything else is in the works and I, my other podcasts that I run, which are Hacker Hub and then a podcast for my organization that I work for. Um, those both are on multiple different platforms. So again, Hacker Hub or LBMC Cybersecurity Sense. Um, but since we have the four dudes on this podcast and we really just got started, by the time this episode is released, we'll probably have it on Spotify, I would okay. imagine. Yeah, it's so, a good podcast. I, I watch it while I do cardio. <laughs> and you're hyping us up. She's hyping us up, everybody. We we appreciate it. Though. I appreciate hey, it. This I only hype up great. <laughs> I only hype up good content. <laughs> that's it. it. You know, like-minded people. That's exactly what this is. So here we are. Look, hey, you came to, you came to me about this podcast idea, and I was all over it because, for me, uh, one of the things that you know, we Kinsey and I, we were talking a little bit before we recorded today, is that. You know, we, we like to surround ourselves with like-minded people or people that have goals and they're ambitious and, you know, things you want to go do, right? And so exactly. this is a podcast. Whenever I heard that she sent me the idea for it, that, hey, I bring on people who work in different areas. We ask them roughly the same questions, but we try and understand 
what, what, like, how do they think? How does this question apply to you and your industry? And how can it, how could you take that and translate that into someone else's life? Right. Exactly. So, all so that's, over it. That's the dream, man. That's the dream because your answer, as, as you'll hear, um, for our listeners throughout the episodes, I may ask the same questions, but it's completely different. And just because I asked them the, these questions, um, I challenge you to ask yourself these questions. Um, and, you know, I think a really big thing, as I, I texted you yesterday, I'm reading uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, I think is his Simon last Sinek, name. Yeah. Yep. Um, and he talks about, and I, I've, and I've realized for me personally, and I, I can probably see the pattern for everybody else that's in the same community, is like, if you don't have a purpose, like people will ask you, how do you stay so motivated? And it's just not, it's not how, because for me, it's why do I stay motivated? Because motivation right. is, it's not a feeling, it's a purpose. And when you don't right. have that why and that purpose, you're not gonna have motivation. You can watch as many right. reels on motivation as you want or you know podcasts youtube videos but if you don't have your own personal why you'll you'll feel lost and that's that's where you're like oh man i I just don't know or going to the gym it's like why do you want to go to the gym well i want to go to the gym to support my health or to be better or to physically look better whatever your purpose is pick up girls you know have big calves whatever you want to do if you don't have a purpose you're not going you're not doing those things right and like that's that's so true, Mackenzie. That you know, Simon Sinek, if you guys are not aware of him or any of the stuff that he does, he also has a bunch of TED talks and a bunch of talks all over YouTube too. And I've listened to quite a few of them and read the book called Leaders Eat Last. I'll read that this, one. <laughs> this man is brilliant, guys. If you if you want to learn something about leadership or just how we work, his his content is amazing. The stuff he puts out is really really good and. You know, knowing the why behind the reasoning that you're doing things is one of the most, if not the most important reason for doing things in and of themselves. Because motivation itself, you can have your motivational podcast and things. <laughs> motivation comes and goes. It's not a steady thing. It's not a steady state. You won't it's always a feeling. be motivated. Yeah. yeah. It's just like everything else. Or it doesn't have to be a feeling. It's it's really the why. And so he actually talks about, I have my notes on the sticky note right up here yeah. at my desk. Um, he talks about like, start with the why. Once you got your why, move into the how. You're going to, you know, do that. And then start moving into the what. What are you going to do in order to achieve that? Because most people, not trying to expose the book here, by the way, um, but it's a good book. <laughs> you should check it out. Um, most people start with the what the how then the why but whenever you lose that why because it's at the kind of end of your thoughts you you, you're gonna be super lost you're gonna be like i want to go to the gym but i don't have motivation then you got to go back to the why there you go so super super good stuff yeah full circle full Full circle circle right there (laughs) um so now that we kind of know a little bit about will i was wondering um what's your journey how did you how do you get from you know, where you were as a kid, high school, college, university, being where you are today? Well, that's a great question, McKenzie. All right, guys, <laughs> we're going to go on the throwback train here really fast. So all through my life, I was that kid who, whenever Xbox came out, was super long. I don't even know when that happened. We, I mean, <laughs> 360? Like, I the single, yeah, the, the, not before the 360, like the original one. I was that kid that would take oh, things okay. apart. I would take okay. things apart in the house and like I would just take things apart and put it back together and 
I think Ta-da. at some point I, I kind of irked my parents a little bit, like like Christopher, like my dad, and they're like, you need to you need to like put him in something else. So they were like, <laughs> okay, hey, Jim, have you heard of software development? And I was like, no, but that sounds interesting because I could build software, put it together, take it apart, do whatever I can, right? And so I kind of began to have this passion that grew within software development, and that started in high school. And I was able to find, luckily, I got very lucky. I had I had an internship in high school. Um, that was software development. And so I did that for a couple of years and then found out that honestly, I really enjoy breaking the code rather than making it just like I enjoyed putting <laughs> things apart and putting them back together. And sometimes they never got put back together. Oh no! So then I, I then redirected to cybersecurity. And so uh, specifically within cybersecurity, because that's a very broad term. Um, hacking is the best term that I can essentially say is exactly <laughs> what it is. But that's what I do, right? I creatively break things without actually breaking them. Like I just try and get them to do what I want them to do because whenever I see something come out or I see a device, I'm like, hey, that's a cool thing. That's a cool <laughs> iPhone. That's a cool TV. What can I make it do that it's not supposed to do? <laughs> like, Here we go. Exactly. So that, that's my idea behind why or how I got started into cybersecurity. And then from there, um, all through college, I already knew what I was going to do after I got out of college. I was just in college to, to finish, honestly. Um, worked an internship all through college, and then now I work full-time for the company I interned with, and it's been great. It's been a great, it's been an interesting journey, I'll tell you that. Um, I just want to say shout-out to Blake. (laughs) Yes, Um, Blake Giles. Shout-out to you. Um, Actually, kind of, that's uh, who we know each other from. Uh, I met Will on that trip that you took with Blake. Was that your, that was your sophomore year? It was a freshman year. Freshman year. Blake, freshman and I, year. Blake and I came down there. Freshman year. And uh, guys, so for just a little bit of backstory, Blake Giles and I, we lived in the same dorm. I don't even know how we both met, but we did. <laughs> that's how it That's how <laughs> it is with him. <laughs> uh, it was. I mean, yeah, that, that's kind of how it is. I mean, that's how it is with me, too. It's like I'll just go somewhere and I just start talking to people and I'll just meet people. You know, it's, it, it's just a quality trait. And um. I got to know Blake really, really well to the point where he invited me down to, uh, to his hometown for spring break one year. And then we went and met up with McKinsey one day and I met McKinsey yep. and here we are. There was like, there was, yeah, here we are today. There was a bit of a down period between then and now, but I'm glad that you reached back out because it's good yeah. to reconnect. McKinsey's a uh, great person. Actually, shout out to him um, in high school and he, like just even before, really before I had ever met Blake, I was this kind of shy kid. Like I had my own opinions. I had my friends. Um, but if you know Blake, so shout out to him. And as you do, he's a talker, can be a talker, very Man, outgoing. <laughs> um, and I remember a lot of the time be- because of him, he really pulled me out of my shell. Um, we like, he put me in a lot of uncomfortable situations, like socially, where sometimes he'd be like, Hey, um, we're all going to go meet my my youth group or hey we're all gonna go meet some of my my family then he would leave me there by myself <laughs> <laughs> and so i was just i would be like he would be like don't be the not pushing me in that sense or like shaming me but it was just like you know go talk to them you know they're, like right. go make friends <laughs> right. and like so they're, they're for nice people. yeah it's just like you know there's a lot of great people out there and if you're a little on the shyer anti-social side push outside of your boundary go talk to so-and-so go go like the first couple times it was really intimidating but after you know after a while like we went to one of his uh or yeah i went with his mom to one of his uh track meets and then blake was like hey i gotta go run my event 
hang out with so-and-so. And I was like, okay, I don't even know who so-and-so is. Like, you'd be like, oh, go hang yeah. out with, with Stephanie or, you know, whoever. And I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know who Stephanie is. So I would just walk into the group like, hey, who's Stephanie? Blake sent me this way. Um, so I come <laughs> hang out. And because of him, like, I really pushed that boundary. And now, as everybody knows me now where I am, you know, I went from living in a small town to being in the city. There's not a place that nobody doesn't know who I am <laughs> like right. and and that's all because of him because he pushed me and he challenged me to be a more social outgoing person so Blake right. shout out to you <laughs> <laughs> well Mackenzie like just like you were right in high school I was I would consider myself I mean I was talkative but I was definitely more on the introverted side I'm an extroverted introvert so like I'm sitting here I'm and I can talk <laughs> with you and like we're doing great but at some point during the day-to-day -day, my switch is going to flip and I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to just like stop. You time, <laughs> like yeah. I just, it's just me time, <laughs> right? Exactly. So like, you know, going to college, Blake was definitely a big portion of that for me because that was never I kind of got out of my shell too, and I had met Blake. And <laughs> he I met, does I, that. <laughs> I met, I met a lot of people whenever we moved in there because our dorm, I think our dorm was the most social dorm on campus. But um, <laughs> it's. It, it really is true, you know, like Mackenzie's saying, and she's so right, is that to get out of your shell, you just got to start doing stuff. And you can't, I'm not saying you can't, because obviously this is a natural fear or a natural worry, but like, try not to let the worry of bugging someone or that someone will be mean to you, like, knock you down. You know, 100%. if someone's mean to you, if someone's, if someone's royally mean to you, whenever you go up and you just say, hey, that, I mean, I'm be honest with you. There, you shouldn't even talk to them. I mean, just like cut them out. Like, there's, yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no point in being around that person. Honestly, most people are not going to do that. I'm going to be real. Um, but there are so many people that you can meet, and there's so many people that you never know how they could help you in your life or how you could help them because uh, that's just what people do. That's true. And I think um, just another shout out to Blake. I think he's going to listen to this. <laughs> Well, oh, we're gonna have Blake. to link him. <laughs> Blake, shout out. Enjoy, enjoy the podcast. <laughs> I don't even. Um, I haven't talked to him in a while. So, Blake, if you're listening, shout out to you. Um, but this might be a surprise for him. <laughs> I hope you enjoy it, Blake. <laughs> Will's getting all cool with the we're sound effects. Fun. We're having fun over here. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna ask you. I guess. We'll see if we cover this or not. You can just respond or we can move forward. Uh, um, what inspired you to start your Hacker Hub podcast? Perfect. That's a good question. So Hacker Hub actually originally started when I was in school still. Okay. And it was my sophomore year, end of my, uh, actually, I think it was beginning of my junior year um, of college. And COVID had kind of happened. Co yeah, actually, COVID happened that spring break prior to junior year and okay we all were you know locked down nobody could go really do anything that's true um <laughs> and i was at home and i was like you know what i've always watched people streaming i've always watched people you know make cybersecurity content i don't feel like there's a whole lot of us out there and this is something i really enjoy so i was like well i'm gonna start making something hopefully it just you know hopefully we have fun with it you know so, um what I really like about that, I think, as we talked about prior to hitting the record button, is that a lot of people think that by doing whatever, like, I feel like the people that you put on a pedestal, you think it's just like, oh, you know, they're so great, blah, blah, blah. But it like you, you have to start somewhere. 
and we're just ordinary people and that's exactly what the podcast that was a kind of a pillar of the podcast is like we're just ordinary people that pushed ourselves we you know came outside of our or pushed ourselves past our boundary or comfort zone or you know whatever you want to kind of take to become where we are now um right and i i love there's going to be in another episode shout out to odell um you could have just been another college university graduate that did a job and just went for it but i love that you thought outside of the box and you're like no i'm going to be more than what i can be and you push yourself and shout check out his content (laughs) shout out to will (laughs) it's you know it it became more something that was i started this group or this this so i started on twitch and if you guys are not familiar with what twitch is twitch is a streaming platform where you can just go live and talk you can do whatever you want to do primarily it was built around gaming and so i hopped on there and i started cybersecurity stuff right there were not many of us and so as i was doing that there were a few people that reached out to me that had been doing the same thing and we kind of banded together and started forming this community and we essentially together built the community on the platform the thing is is like these guys these guys had already built up a massive following they reached out to me like hey we see what you're doing we want you to be part of it so i joined this group of guys and together we built up a little community granted like after i was doing this for a couple of years like i stopped so a lot of my following fell away, which is okay. I don't really care about that. I'm just carrying the, you know, rats making an impact. I'm super proud of these guys for continuing onward because it really grew the the platform in the area on the channel to or or on the platform. The 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 subcategory on the platform, the cybersecurity subcategory. There you go. To what it is today. And so now I'm back on Twitch again after two years of like not doing it. Yeah, I, t- I took a break for that. And that's whenever I started my newsletter and the actual podcast because whenever I was doing Twitch, that was also a podcast, but it was never pre recorded. It was never posted anywhere. Like it was just on Twitch. Okay. And it's so just live. That, yeah, it was just live. Gotcha. And so during, during that time, whenever I stopped, that's whenever I started doing all the pre recorded stuff and I started learning about oh, well, how do I do all these sound effects? And how do I start to apply filters to the voice to make it sound like you can't hear the background noise? And how do I write a newsletter and, and publish that weekly and make sure that I can get that content out to people, right? So yes. I started falling in love with that process. And now everything's kind of coming full circle back to me again because now it's like, <laughs> okay, well, so I now have Twitch, I have YouTube, I have Substack, I have a bunch of other platforms. <laughs> and now I'm expanding onto Instagram, which I haven't done. This is my first little bit time doing it on instagram that's okay Um, you gotta start somewhere right oh exactly i mean that's that's the point so anybody who wants to start something i just want to say this really fast it's not about the end result the end result's great and all but it's about the journey you gotta love the journey because the journey won't be easy and you won't get to the end result without the journey that's true if if you only want the The end result you're gonna quit you're gonna quit you're not gonna make it there's um Um, in that uh boss talk podcast i was telling you about um he they talk about there's like kind of this concept it's like we always know how to make or what we want to see the a to z moves but it's the a to b the b to c moves that move us toward that end goal and without those steps in between it's like you're not going to get to z as much as you dream and hope and if you don't do if you don't put yourself out there and putting yourself out there doesn't have to be on the internet it could just be just as we talked about with blake just going a little bit outside of your comfort zone so that you learn and you grow from whatever you want to kind of move into. Exactly. And I mean, super important. Also also too, this is definitely a side note, but you know, you don't have to do a podcast like the same, just putting yourself in a comfortable situation (laughs) because you can't grow if you don't get put into an uncomfortable situation. 
And, you know, do what you would like, but I'm a big proponent of always trying to grow and better myself. You know, just like this podcast, I feel like it's very centered around that. And McKinsey is very centered around that idea too. Gotta it's get something where it's exactly like you, you have to put yourself in those situations in order to force yourself to grow. Because if you, if your brain is as small as a peanut and you're sitting there and you just want to <laughs> give up and quit, but in your brain, you're like, no, I'm not going to quit. Your brain has no choice, but to expand, you got to stop doing, or you got to start doing things you've never done before, because to get somewhere you want to be, you got to do stuff you've never done. It's true. You've got to do it. Now I kind of just want to move into the other podcast. Will has a podcast called Small Talk Sunday that just started um, that we've kind of talked about. I just want to ask, at what point did like you, JB, Jared, Jack decide that you were going to start doing this? Was there a moment? Honestly, because a lot of my outlets are cybersecurity focused, like I have... I mean, like, like you guys have heard, I, I have three podcasts. I have a bunch of different stuff that's going on. That's all cybersecurity related. I wanted an outlet that wasn't technical, wasn't requiring me to think of, oh, let's talk about computers today. Like, no, I just want something where I can just be real with some of my friends and just enjoy that and enjoy the company and enjoy the conversation. Hopefully, because these are guys that I'm super close with and I have been ever since I met them in college. And, you know, we... All four of us are very real with one another. We're not the kind of guys that are just like brushing things off. Like if we think see, we see something wrong, like we call each other out on it. It's a very real friendship. And the stuff we talk about is, in my opinion, very important things that I feel like a lot of other people don't talk about, or at least having conversations with other people, I don't feel like it's been talked about enough. And really, I, I came to them with the idea. And okay. they all were kind of like, yeah, yeah, like that That sounds that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like what? I like to do that. And so we just kind of talked about it back and forth. And then that's so cool. Yeah. Actually, um, as Will has heard me say this a million times by now, um, I really like the concept of it because I love how that though y'all live in, and I'm going to use Will's out here in Nashville. I'm over here in Toronto. So I'm going <laughs> yeah, to use my y'all. I'm going to use my y'all. Okay. <laughs> okay. My to my Canadians. All. I'm going a, I'm to a bring that out. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> a. Um, but I love that y'all live in di or how you guys live in different places that at the end of the day, not just for the podcast, but y'all make time for each other. Um, but at the same time, it's the podcast is also time to check in with each other while also having more of a, a quality conversation. Um, right. and that quality time, because I feel like a lot of people are like, man, I wish I had time to go do this. I wish I, you know, but you guys sit down regardless and make time and you have these topics scheduled and like, I just love that. I appreciate it. I think I that's what we yeah. need that. I think in, <laughs> in our generation, because you know, we're all so busy, especially once you get out of school or even when you're in school, it's just, my boyfriend's not going to like me sharing this in this sense. Um, but he's in his thirties and he doesn't like to kind of project that yeah um okay. but bad. it's like once you get out of a certain point of your life or chapter you start losing contact with some of your some of your closest friends and i think like i love that concept because it still bonds you all together you know just time with the boys i guess <laughs> time with the boys you know i'm i'm also gonna say this too um i'm very big in faith very big in, in, in religion and, and uh, being Christian and whatnot. And so, you know, I know that there are a lot of people that aren't, but I am. And I let that kind of drive my passion for a lot of things because a lot of the stuff I couldn't do truthfully without God in my life. And 
a lot of things I do are kind of based off of a feeling rather than a, hey, I'm going to do this. It's more of like a, hey, William, you know, here's something that happened over here. Maybe you could take this as a learning opportunity and let's see where we can take this. You know, I, I have these guys and we've been talking about it for a long time. And I just, you know, something happened the other day where it allowed me to be able to do this. And here we are, we're doing it. We've made a commitment. It's going to happen. And all thanks to God, like it, we make sure it happens every week. And, you know, just super thankful for all the opportunities that have kind of come up, especially with you reaching out to me, Mackenzie. Like I'm, I'm yeah. very thankful that you did that and that you did reach out because it's been a long time. Mind you, I, I think the last time we talked, 2018. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's been years. It's been yeah. Like, it's been a long time. Minutes. <laughs> so and actually, yeah. when I reached out to you, the funny part was, because um, I actually I follow Will on Instagram because we have that mutual friend with Blake, um, Blake. and Blake. Uh, <laughs> and I remember because like Instagram saves all of your previous conversations, and. I remember once I sent like my little outreach to you. I looked at our conversation, and it was during the time. I want to see. It was during the time that Gymshark just blew up. So all we talked about was Gymshark. Really? Fitness. Yeah, you can go look. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to go look right now. And, and it, I was like, man, this was so long ago. You know, like I, I blinked and it was 2023. You know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're not kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so long ago. And it's like, have you seen the Gymshark launch? Oh, did you see the men's like leggings? We just talked about <laughs> This is very much so a conversation that we would have too. It, it really was. It really was. And it's funny, um, still till this day, um, even though so much time has passed, it's interesting because those kind of pillars for us of, you know, self growth and kind of moving forward are still part of us today regardless there, yeah. of the t of the time um which is just really interesting i don't know if you right. and i think there's yeah, like yeah. there may have been pictures like we replied to where it was like oh i just got my gym shark package yeah no it's it's true and i mean i think i think a lot of that too mckenzie is a testament to the people you surround yourself with it's true you know just 100%. just like those those three other guys on the podcast you know jb jared and jack you know, I, I choose to surround myself with people that are going to you know, take me to new places that challenge me constantly, that really push me to be a better version of myself, especially even talking like with my Bible study group, like they're the same way. I had a, a, a Bible study two nights ago and we had deep conversation about stuff like that, too. And, you know, it, it really is. It's a testament to you or to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I want to move into our next topic. Uh, we kind of just talked about relationships. What what I love about going back to the podcast um, is that it's like that maintaining the relationship. But just by listening to the first episode, I haven't gotten to the second one yet. Um, I could tell that the relationships you guys have and like who you surround yourself with personally will, um, they're people of substance, um, not people of substances like that exactly. um, but they're no, they're, no, yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. people of substance in the sense of not only can you have those superficial conversations of like oh you know I, I talked about this with with Esther my as I call my creative director shout out to her do we really know what that means no but I just give her that title <laughs> yeah gotta find out along the way <laughs> but I think it's it's super important to have people of substance in your life because when you don't have people of substance in your life you surround yourself with people that just have superficial conversations but I'm like for me personally I am tired of being in a relationship that bring little to no value to me 
um, or the ones that I'm people that I'm constantly chasing. And when I say relationships, I, I mean friendships. I mean mentorships. I mean you know just relationships in general. Apply, this, is also, this can also apply to romantic relationships. It's well. true. It's a hundred percent true. Being in relationships, like sometimes it's like, oh well there's potential there and just because there's potential doesn't mean you can have potential but never tap into it (laughs) you know and it's just like just because that's that that doesn't mean that that's what that will become because i've been in a lot of one-sided relationships where i'm like man i like not i'm trying to pour into you but i know like this could be good for both of us or this could just be good for you but then you then those people never text you back or they say like, hey, sorry. Oh, there's always something else to do. But, you know, I'm just, I guess for me, me just ranting, I'm tired of trying to convince you that I could be valuable to you. Could right. being the key word, that potential. Um, and I guess for me, I'm, I'm kind of tired of, and I'm not just tired, but I stopped trying to convince people of kind of my worth and also the vision that I had for the relationship. Like, I kind of just recently did a mental check-in, um, and I'm just looking for people of subs- substance. And for me, what that looks like is a relationship, kind of like how me and Will have, where it's symbiotic, where he feeds off of me, I feed off of him, as in energy, mindset, legacy. If there's a kid, because I work with a lot of high school kids, and um, if it's if i know a conversation that i have with a kid or even just a younger kid or even just someone that's older than me um if i know what with whatever comes out of my mouth and the content of the conversation if i know they feed off of that energy i'm going to still maintain that relationship you watch the first episode of will's podcast for small talk sunday all of those guys are including (laughs) yourself are people of substance you, like, just the conversation is so genuine, and I'm like, man, I need, like, you know, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> as genuine as it is, you know, we've all had our ups and downs, just like everybody does, and, and I think it's also important to highlight, too, that, you know, because some people are superficial doesn't mean that, like, that can never happen. Um, there are definitely different kinds of personalities, and yes. I only say this because I was that person for a point in time. I would always say, oh, yeah, let's let's hang out. And then it would never happen. And still, sometimes I am. Um, but mainly that's that's more so because my social battery, just because I don't have a huge battery. <laughs> I don't like going out and hanging out a whole lot. Like I can do it only for so long. Like we were talking about earlier, like when my light switch flips off, I'm done. Yeah. Um, but that's something that I've worked a lot on the past couple of years and something I'm really trying to to fix right now because I'm just rekindling a bunch of relationships at this moment like i just had lunch with another one of my really good friends robert as hard as it seems you know the substance thing you do need to surround yourself with people of substance i'm just saying that can come from you know actually hanging out with someone or actually you know if someone continually blows you off like understand too that one-sidedness there's a, yeah there's <laughs> there's a fine line between the two and i will say i i personally like i always make an attempt to hang out or to spend time with you if we say we're going to do it we're going to do it I'm a, I, I i keep my word as much as i possibly can now that's that's one quality trait that I that I have always kind of tried to work on and always done is to be that person where if you need me like I'll be there. If you need to call me, I'm I'm there to answer. Like I my phone like at nighttime my phone goes on do not disturb so I don't get disturbed at night. But <laughs> a lot of my really good friends are in my favorites list, so if they ever call me at night, it'll go straight through and I'll be that person. I can listen. Like I'm always there for you if you need something. 
Uh, granted, if I wake up, I'm there. If I don't wake up, I'm not, I'm sorry. <laughs> but Oops. Um, yeah, right, right. So that being said, understand the difference between someone who's just genuinely blowing you off or someone who may just be a busy person who does want to hang out with you. You know, it's it's kind of hard to read that. But after yeah. after so many times, you can tell whenever someone's it's just really like kind of that superficial. It. It's just like right. All you right, can read straight through at that point. Yeah, 100%. it has to be reciprocated. Like. Here, here's a good idea. Or here's a good example. Someone says, hey, let's hang out. Great. Okay. Can you do this day? No. And then it just ends. That's not very productive. <laughs> but if someone says, like, no, I can't do that day. But hey, let me look at my calendar. Okay. How does Tuesday work for you? And actually set something up and send something back to you. Hey, let's yeah. this in. That's what you're looking for. And <clears throat> that, that's how you cultivate a relationship. Now, whether or not they're a quality person, you find out over the course of time. Exactly. Um, actually, I'm going to move into kind of the next point. It's not really a question. But okay. um, I think for me, too, um, I'm now I'm pretty cautious about who I keep around in my life um, because personally, in every area of my life, um, I like having quality over quantity. Um, and I think that's really important. I had a lot of people, actually, whenever I brought up the idea of the podcast, that I, I thought they were quality people or of substance people. Um, but then, and I could, I could have known them for a long time. Some of them I did, some of them I didn't. Um, and you know, I'm like, <laughs> mind you, whenever I reached out to Will to do the podcast, to do his episode, the energy that you radiated from <laughs> Nashville, I was like, this, like, this is who, this is, these are the people I want to surround myself with. Um, a hundred percent. I was like. I remember I was in the kitchen, right? And we were doing like voice texts over uh, um, Instagram DMs and my sound was all the way up <laughs> and you scared everybody that was eating at the table. Oh, sorry, family. <laughs> <laughs> so it was super funny. But at the same time, it's just like, if you don't match that energy, I don't know, man. But I had a lot of people that were like, well, why would someone want to waste their time listening to your podcast? Like, and dead ass, like, that's what they would say to me verbatim. <laughs> or I'd be like, that's really hard to grow. Or like, uh, I'm not really sure. Are you sure about this? And I want to surround myself with people that are like, that are the complete opposite. It's like, 100%, what do you got to do? That are they're asking me, what do you have to do to make those A to B moves, right? How you get right. to, like, your to your Z or if you're Canadian, to your Z. Um, <laughs> I say that differently here. Um, and it's just like, it's so crucial to surround yourself with with those like-minded people and just to surround yourself with those people that are going to challenge you every single day. Um, and, you know, we all have friends that have different qualities. Uh, shout out to Esther, again, to my creative director. Like, she goes through a lot with her health, but I, like, she pushes me to be like, man, I, I'm grateful and I'm lucky that I have my health, but at the same time, how can I help her whenever she's down or at the same time, like, how do you stay so strong regardless of the health that you have? Um, and right. I, you know, she's a reminder for me every day cause I live with her, but also as you know, my best friend, like, how do you, how do you do that? Um, right. looking through my notes right now. Uh, yeah, we got through that. Okay, number three. <laughs> Can All you right. walk us? 
<laughs> we talk a lot, by the way. <laughs> yes, we um, do. That, that's we. Yeah, we talked for a full hour before we even started recording this. So the <laughs> problem, I blame. <laughs> full circle, I blame Blake. <laughs> we blame Blake. Blake, you're the, you're the root cause and reason for all of this. Um, good or bad. <laughs> no, Blake, um, we love you. We do. Uh, could you walk us through a day in a life? Man, How a does day in the life? What does I that look just, like? I just pulled up my schedule right now, so <laughs> I can walk you literally. Here we go. So, uh, I wake up at five a.m. every day. This is Central Standard Time for anybody who's curious. Not that it matters, <laughs> but um, so I have morning devotional. So I wake up for an hour. I dedicate the first hour of my day to to the Lord, to praying for other people, making sure everybody's taken care of, and and uh, reading the Bible, getting into the Word. Um, then at six a.m., I then start my day with the, the hacker hub podcast stuff so i work on recording a podcast generating any kind of content that i want to put out that day or at least the next week and then i start you know after that that takes up a bit of time honestly that that's for an hour <laughs> and then the next hour i spend with real estate learning real estate learning how i can get my foot in the door who i need to talk to building my network trying to get my foot in the area there because that's something else i want to delve into um and that's something i've been looking at for a while so then after that at 8 a.m then i start Woo! I know, right? So work <laughs> starts at eight, goes all the way through until uh, four, and honestly, like, that's that's a full work day for me. Like that, that's spent just purely on hacking things and just having fun doing that. Four <laughs> to five. I'm saying it goes till four. That's actually it's it's very fluid. Like there are quite a few times where I'll work longer than that. It's not just within those. I usually never work shorter than that. Sometimes I do, but not very often. Right, um, Ralph. Right, Ralph. Exactly. So then from three or from four to six is whenever I go work out, um, spend two hours in the gym because just as awesome and as fun as it is to be working on the computer and doing stuff all day, especially <laughs> in cybersecurity because I'm not active. I'm a very firm believer in staying, you know, physically fit. Not that you have to be shredded or anything, but just do something that gets your heart pumping because there's so many different health benefits as far as endorphin release and um, even just furthermore like yeah just go for a walk i mean you can essentially fight off diabetes you can fight off heart disease like there are a bunch of things you can proactively and uh, yeah proactively do to uh, to prevent all those things from happening so we go do our workout um and then after that then i have youtube slash instagram editing time for videos for reels chopping that stuff up and then i have a planning session for my next day and just get out a to-do list and just write some stuff down that i want to knock out the next day so it's like I constantly am staying driven, and I know where I want to go is just knocking out the small goals along the way, um, and that's typically what happens there. And then whenever I have people that want to hang out or, like, all throughout this week, I have time where I'm going to meeting up with people. Um, like, today I'm having dinner with another buddy to, to kind of coach him through cybersecurity and how to get started in that. Um, so, I mean, that's – in general, that's the day of the life from a schedule point, but just like you would expect things shift around whenever you have other people to reach out to and you go and have lunch or spend yep. time with friends. <laughs> that's also very important too. Socializing is a very important thing because you can't just sit here by yourself. You will get depressed and that is not a good thing. That's true. That's not what this podcast is about. Exactly. exactly. We're, um, we're about the hustle, but also about keeping things very well balanced. I'm just curious, uh, yeah. just because I've been reading uh, that book by Simon Sinek are you an Apple Android? What kind of person are you? So I've actually bounced back and forth. I've been oh, okay. I've been to both sides. Right now I'm Apple. Um, mainly because Android got to be really, really insecure. <laughs> oh, <no>. Android's <laughs> really, really bad. And Apple's <laughs> not really any better, but it's a little bit better and looks nicer than Android does at the moment. Bite but us. I have 
I have no hate for either one. I have no, I like both of them. Truthfully. I like how customizable Android is. Cause I mean, I'm a tech guy. That's my crew right there. I only have Apple just because honestly, FaceTime, whenever I was in, uh, like in a relationship, like it's super helpful to just have FaceTime. And just it's true. There. And Cause I always did it through Snapchat and it was so, Why? Finicky. it was so finicky. It was horrible. Oh no. You can't <laughs> even I share did, your screen. <laughs> I, I did that for two years. And so now it's like, I've got, I've got the iPhone and I, I like it. I like it. I can't complain too much. So. I was curious. I, I'm all no. Apple. So, well, I mean, Apple did a great, let me just tell you this. Apple has done an amazing job at the green and blue bubbles and the thoughts behind it. Did you know that if you were to turn off the colors on your iPhone, the dopamine effect that it has on you immediately decreases like immediately because the vast majority of the reason why iPhones and phones are so addicting is just the color science that's behind it. It's insane. I, well, well, reading that book, he talks a lot about Apple. Um, but he? <laughs> yeah, he, it was, so John, my boyfriend's read it and he was like, just warning. And it's good. Cause like, I'm an Apple person, but I feel like that would be hard if you're an Android person to read a book that all they do is like put Apple on a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. Um, that'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's really interesting because they are very innovative about their, it's as the book's kind of talks about which i i i believe i don't know if i firmly believe but it's a lot of the concepts that they come up with um that move them forward and then you'll see they might release something and then the rest of the company other companies follow and you're like you know but it's it's pushing that's exactly what we we're talking about earlier it's pushing that boundary it's being a dreamer having a vision for what you want to do um that sets you apart so like just by right. being authentic or having not just like, I found it interesting because when I got, well, I've always been a MacBook kind of person, but you get it when you go into, into university, college, and it could just be to write papers. But for me, uh, I'm learning how to produce music. I'm also doing this podcast and it's so much more than just a computer it's and I'm not trying more. to be a plug, but yeah, that's a, uh, it's, it's very interesting. And, and two, at the end of the day, like, as we talk about, our podcast could just be in black and white. They're just audio. They're just yep. literal waves of our voice. But it's the content. It's how you are, how authentic you are with your content that, you know, it makes it more than that. And as I kind of talk about to a lot of the young people that I that I do, not mentor, but, you know, kind of just chat with, um, like a book is just words. It's just signs and letters on a page but if you read it and you apply it it's like it could be so much more a you know map. and um i kind of want to go into this too that it's really what the power you put into it so if you want it to just be a book on the shelf collecting dust you just want it solely as a decoration in your house all right that's all it will ever be but if you and the keyword you move that forward then you know it can be so much more than that i'm actually going to pull up a quote real quick um shout out to jamal who used to work at good life but doesn't work at good life anymore let me see <laughs> if i can find this and i had this conversation um actually let me see if i could just find it in my canva super important quote and it used to be something it was a decorate. You know when you go to the gym and they just have like motivational quotes. <laughs> oh, of course. In mine, it has trust the process, and then okay. there's another. There's another one like in big text up on the side. It's on my. 
Actually, no, it's not. That's what it's on my Instagram, but it's not. Um, <laughs> why? So actually, kind of going into the story of how I met Jamal. You don't know Jamal, but um, he's just a guy that used to work at Good Life. Not just a guy, but that was where he was before. Um, he was working front desk, and I actually asked him. I said, "Hey, man, can you tell me what the words on the wall right behind you? Well, it wasn't right, but it was like basically behind him. What?" what the quote says and you don't have to verbatim tell me but i'm challenging challenging you to see if you actually know what those what it says like what the gist of it is and he was like honest to god i've never looked at that wall and i'm like but you're in here all the time because you work here right and he's like yeah yeah you know um and i was like okay uh let me read them to you because to me they were just words on the wall when i do cardio like the ellipticals are face and the treadmills are faced toward that wall um and i remember i walked in one day one of the first days i started working out there i was like oh great that's another gym with a motivational quote (laughs) let's read what it says um and it says exercise may be the breakthrough that leads you keyword you to go beyond limitations in any area of your life that you choose then at the bottom it says choose to become one of the unlimited and when I read it out to Jamal, um, I was like, yeah, um, <laughs> that's what it says. And he's like, honestly, I never, never read it. Um, never read it, yeah. And it, it just became, you know, words on a wall. It didn't mean anything. Um, and I was like, and, and once I got past the point of looking at it as just words on the wall, and I truly sat down like, I made a poster. It's on my vision board <laughs> with the yeah. quote on the wall of from from Good Life um, that had that. And I took it. I really took it to heart. And that's also kind of an, a concept, an idea that that is here. <laughs> that's what right. started the podcast. And it's just like if you choose to do this, it's it's your choice. So as as this podcast represents, it's your choice to be a better version of yourself. It, you choose who you surround yourself with. You choose whether to have people of substance to be in your life. Um, and it's really just the power of you. It's really up to you. Nobody's yeah. just going to hand it to you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and, and that's given a time where a lot of people think that that's what's going to happen. It's just not what yeah. happens. It's just or not, it's, you know. The, your life, think of your life as a piece of paper and you hold the pen to it. You can choose when you want to start writing your life, but until then, I mean, you can do what you want to do, but if you really, really, really want to go far, you got to start writing. Mm-hmm. Time to make sure the, the pen has been, <laughs> time to make sure that it's going to write and then just go to town. And I think um, kind of since we're around this time um, of the whole New Year's resolution, the gyms are packed, um, the, the difference is everybody that goes to the gym knows that's a thing, right? That there's, it's always that New Year's rush. But most of the people that are in the New Year's rush, very few stick around. Yep. And everybody knows that. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, yep. it's a fact if you go to the gym uh, consistently. Um, and it's just like, what I don't understand, why wait until New Year's? If it's If it's November and you know, if it's you know, July, and you know, why not start now? It's like, stop procrastinating. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing that I I hear a lot about, and honestly, I agree. It's like, you know, you're learning about it. You're like, I want to do it, but I don't. I'm just going to wait for this day to do it. And it's like, honestly, unless it's something you're trying to time, like a market and some other kind of decision, like for buying a house or whatever. Exactly. Just do it. 
Dude, there's, there, it's a process. You, so here's the thing. Whenever you start with the gym, the biggest thing the gym will teach you in life is delayed gratification. Do you it's think true. that people want to go to the gym and think they're going to be shredded in about a week? No, <laughs> nobody's shredded in a week. That's just not how it works. And that's not part of the process. You know, if you can teach yourself to stick with something through like all the way through. And by the way, for working out, I don't think there really is ever a through because once you start to actually enjoy it, you just kind of get addicted to it. So it's true. <laughs> once you get going, it's just, it's just fun. And then <laughs> the gym, but once you can start to see the progress, like a month, two months later down the road, you're like, man, I'm glad that I started this and it propels you to do it even more. So now you're on this really good path. That's not only reassuring, but it's driving what you're doing. It's there's it's it becomes part of the why. But if you yep. don't, it's like if you don't have that clear why when you start working out, you're by February, you'll be gone. <laughs> you'll be gone. And it does happen. Don't lie to yourself and think that you're just gonna you're gonna stick with it for the whole year. Cause if you if you've done it in the past, change it this time. Stick with it. Pay the however much the gym fee is. Just do it. What really gets me just sharing prices, but at, at Good Life, I think it's like I think it's like a hundred dollars a month, right? Yeah. And um, some people are like, oh, God, it's a hundred bucks, you know, but when you use the gym as a tool, what is a hundred dollars to you when you go every single day, you go twice a day, five days a week, three days a week, if that hundred dollars and it's not about the money, but it's about the principle and as a tool, if you're imagine the gym as you're paying a hundred dollars to make yourself better. But the thing is, too, just because you pay the $100 for the gym membership, you got to do the work. Yep. Just because you have just because you have a computer, just because you have a guitar doesn't mean that you can make that you make music, right? It could just right. be collecting dust in the corner. But right. it's up to you, the power of you to move yourself forward. Because there's a yeah. lot of people like, oh, yeah, you know, or the, the reasons why they cancel is like, oh, I don't use my gym membership enough and it's $100 that I'm wasting. But the thing is, it doesn't have to be a waste. <laughs> You're just not putting in the work in. And that's yeah. why it's becoming a waste. It's Yeah, exactly. You know, it's the gym. <laughs> the gym really is only as good as you're going to make it. And for me, like whenever I go find a gym, whenever I am looking for a new gym, because I've been in all different, I've been in cheap gyms. I've been in expensive gyms. I've been, I've been everywhere. Right. Obviously I'm not going to lie. I don't like, and I don't enjoy paying for an expensive gym because it hurts. But at the end of the day, I know it's, it's an investment in me and that's the best investment you can ever make in your whole life is an investment it's, in you. It's true. I think I mean, too, um, just going back to like, yeah, cheap gyms and expensive gyms. Um, and also just surrounding yourself with who you want to be surrounded by. I know a lot of people that have not expensive, but like middle to expensive class, like gyms, right? That's how, that's and, how mine is. That's how mine and is sometimes, right yeah, sometimes it's the price, but sometimes it's also like the hours, right? Because like I used to go to the YMCA, but the hours kind of were weird. And I, I knew a lot of guys that had Planet Fitness memberships. And the thing is, when you go to Planet, those are when once you're at a certain level you go to planet and you're like oh, i don't really want to be here because either the alarm's gonna go off the lunk alarm <laughs> <laughs> or it's like you know there's just you know the demographics not what you're looking for and you're upset because you're that's that's what you're surrounding yourself with 
But at the same time, you get to a point where that doesn't even bother you anymore. The gym is a gym, and you do with what you got. So you don't have to have the most fancy equipment. You don't have to have the best plates or deadlift platform to start lifting weights. Or you don't have to have the best barbells or dumbbells to start working out. Like, you just got to start somewhere. But it's it's really about surrounding yourself. I know I'm going to shout out to Wendy real quick. Um, Wendy's like my stature, right? Um, just a little bit taller, obviously a little bit more leaner. Um, but her deadlift's like 405. My goodness. <laughs> and she actually goes by, um, or at least I don't know if she's changed it, uh, Wonder Woman at the gym. Because she, like, 405. Some people that's can't impressive. even, and she's, that's you know. <laughs> and the thing is, when I met Wendy, um, she used to go to, well, she still goes to my gym back back home in the States. But both of them, by the way. Um, <laughs> she, like, that's who I want to surround myself with. Like, that makes me want to deadlift, not just more, but she's so committed to the gym. Like, those are the people I want in my right. circle. Right. You know, it's humbling. That's, that's <laughs> I'm like, McKinsey, I'm the same exact way. Cause whenever I came back home from school and I was living here full time, you know, I have an apartment now. So it's just, it's just me just kind of here. Right. You know, I was gym hopping for a little while, just trying to find a place to go. And I fell upon this place called carbon culture. That's the name of it. Ooh, I like and that. It's kind of a cool name. Dude, their branding like is sweet too. It's really cool. <laughs> but I went for the first time and I looked at their website first off and I saw it's a bodybuilding gym. Well, I used to do bodybuilding for a little while. I didn't compete or anything, but I did. I trained with a bunch of bodybuilders and I loved the mindset because we would all constantly push each other. Right. So yes, I went to the gym, walked into the gym. I immediately saw and felt the energy that was about it. And I was like, this is what I want. I want it. So I want a gym that I know I can go to and I'm going to actually be excited to go there because one, I mean, it's decent quality, right? Yes. I walk in there. It's a very motivational space. So I'm like, it's not like there's writing all over the walls. Like it's very black. It's very aesthetic, should I say. Um, but two, the kinds of people that are in there, you walk in there and you see people that are motivated, that are working out. There's no, like there is talking, but it's not like 30 minutes on a machine, hogging up a machine, talking about, oh, let's go to the barbecue this weekend. It's like <laughs> everybody's focused. Everybody has a goal. And those are the people I want to surround myself with. So ever since I joined that gym, it's been an astronomical difference. And I've gotten really close to the owner, or not the owner, but like the GM and a bunch of other people in there. I met that, a lot of people there. in there, a lot of you high know, quality people that are there. Um, Kind of just like on that topic too, it's sometimes for me, um, like now I just like, I meet people, I, I, I try to make, to meet people to make myself accountable to get to where I want to be whether that's at school at lecture making friends at you know or if that's just uh you know going to the gym but I think there there are days the this journey that we're on there we're not saying we're perfect but the thing is there will be days where you do not feel like doing it oh totally and the hardest oh, yeah. part will be physically going to the gym but yep. if you're in that community in that community and you've reached out you've made friends some days like you get there and they're the ones that are lifting you up you know they're like you just get to the gym and that's that's the energy it's like man you're, you're not even gonna you you didn't even want to come today and some days it's like that possibly that day you did not want to go to the gym and you were not quote unquote motivated that might be a day that you hit a pr and there's not yep. i've never gone to the gym where I didn't want to go and regretted it in the sense of like self-growth, your muscles might, you might be a little sore, 
but there's never a time where you regret going to the gym, not just to better yourself and your health, but just to know that you showed up, not just some days it's like showing up for you is not, it might not be enough, but showing up for those people that keep you accountable. is like, you don't know who there's another quote we have for us for good life. There's a girl section within the gym and it's right. connected to the girls locker room. And on the, just because I read my quotes and I take them to heart. Um, on the gym, it says, you do not know, I don't know if this is verbatim, but it's the gist is, you do not know who's watching or who you'll inspire. Yep. And that's so that's, it's so true. And it's not even just for the gym. It's in every area of your life. Oh, totally. Uh, and it's you like... Know, I've, I've... I'm that guy. If you walk into the gym, you tell me I don't really want to be here today. I'm like, all right, buddy, you're working on me. Let's go do stuff. <laughs> Let's go kick your butt. <laughs> it's the day we're going to make today a good day. Exactly. It's that, it's that mentality, right? You know, this is where discipline comes in too. You know, yeah. we're talking a lot about the gym, everybody, but seriously, the gym spans so many good habits that you can apply to many different areas of your life. It's not even funny. The delayed gratification, discipline, <laughs> effort. Yeah, you know, accountability. You're right, accountability. And I mean, the discipline aspect of it, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, there are, there are, I have had, I can't even tell you how many days where I don't want to go to the gym, but I make myself go to the gym because I know that after <laughs> I do it for 10 minutes, I'm going to be in it and I'm actually going to enjoy it. And then you will never regret a work unless you actually really hurt yourself but i mean after leg day <laughs> right after leg day trying to swing on some monkey bars and tearing your adductor i definitely didn't do that one i definitely did um, it's something where whenever you're bettering yourself you don't ever regret it whether or not you want to go you never do here and now thing and this is this goes back to motivation too you're not always gonna be motivated to go but when those that wake up and they do it they're a beast if you want to be a beast, you want to make a wave in the world, you just got to do it. Do what the beasts do. You know, actually, um, there's, I, going back to Boss Talk, I just listened to the Boss Talk podcast. For those of you that are looking for podcasts, go look for that. It's on Patreon. Um, and yes, you have to pay for it. It's $5 a month, but that's less than Starbucks if you go often like me. Um, and they talked about... Uh, you want to operate in the future you want to be okay your reality in your present self that's your reality because that's where you're at right but if you operate in your future tense for your future self in that reality then you'll be what you imagine yourself to be in the future but if you keep operating in the reality of yourself and you don't go to the gym or you don't do what you're supposed to do or that you want to do to excel yourself, that's going to be your reality. <laughs> but that yeah. thing is like, it doesn't have to be your reality. You have the, you have the pen as, as Will said for your life, you get to write that story and it's really up to you whether or not you, you want to either stay stagnant or complacent, or if you're going to move forward and challenge yourself. Right. Um, okay. Here is now we're on the random developmental questions. All right. All right. <laughs> um, who are you thankful for? Why are you thankful for them? Who am I thankful for? Why am I? Okay. Do, how many people do I need to list? I've got, I've got <laughs> who, way too many to list right now. <laughs> whoever, who's, whoever has impacted you in the last week. Let's go with that. The last week? It's Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> I honestly probably I'd, I'd say I mean this is the most stereotypical answer but seriously my parents you know they're I'm at a point in my life right now where there's a lot of change kind of happening and there's a lot going on and they've been the most support of my parents and then also those three other guys I do the podcast with both of like all of those people and one other guy Brayden he's not 
on the podcast, but we're going to have it on as yes. Shout out and to Phil, him. And, and Philip too. See, I'm going to start going on the whole list. <laughs> There's so many people I'm thankful for that have been like, I guys, I constantly am talking to people. And so I'm, I'm always having these people in my life, but I, I probably would say for the most part, my parents, just because they've always kind of been there whenever I need them. And they always provide really good, wise, impactful, um, discussion whenever I really need it most or if there's something I don't want to hear that I need to hear I can either hear that from them or I hear it from my friends so it's again like we're talking about surrounding yourself with people that really care about you you know those guys I was telling you guys about those are that's my core group right there and Robert Robert shout shout out to Robert everybody's getting a shout out today um the reason why I have so many people to shout out is just because those are the people I surround myself with and that's why I have a lot of people to kind of list. Again, I can keep on going down the list, but those those are kind of the core people right there. Just that friend group, my parents, my brother, um, you know, honestly, all of them. It's well, you built you built very, a community, so there's going to exactly. be a lot of them. But that's exactly. what you want. So, like, sometimes you just start with maybe for me, it's like my significant other, a couple friends, and then you yep. just have people. You're like, oh yeah, I remember about them. Like. The thing is that I tell people, it's the roles that you play that you decide, you dictate how you're going to impact other people. So for right. me as a, as a swim coach, like it's super important. Like my kids know, hey, if something's happening, like we have a relationship in the sense of you can talk to me. And I'm not just saying, hey, my door's open. Like they know a little bit about me and some of my hobbies. I know a little bit about them. So there's a relationship there. Um, right, and it's right. it's really those roles that you fill that will and i were talking about earlier you for a reputation you can either have a positive reputation or a negative one but you dictate how other people see you or feel around you or you know kind of how you impact them Um, right and you've built this community which is amazing and i I encourage everybody to build a community for themselves whether that's a tribe people yeah tribe tribe. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's more impactful and helpful than you think once you yes. have a tribe or you have one person that then becomes two people that then becomes three people, you then realize how important it is to have those people. For sure. Um, if, you're, if you're curious about where to find them, just start talking to random people you've never met. Don't go true. through the people that you already know. Meet new people because that's what's happened to me this past couple of weeks. I've already met a few new people. I never, I have never talked to in my life. And I was like, hey, man, <laughs> I've seen you around here before. What's your name? And then we just start talking. That is my conversation starter. Yeah, that's that's how it works. It's the easiest way. That's I mean, a, that's a good true. one. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. What is your biggest fear? Okay, we talked about this earlier. I have got no idea. Uh, Mackenzie said that someone <laughs> else had a really good one, and I agreed with it. But I'm trying to think of something different. And honestly, can I just say what was my biggest fear? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, whenever I started all this stuff, was like I'm starting to pump out things that I say about cybersecurity, and like one of the biggest things that scared me was like, well, I'm gonna say something wrong. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell people, you know, I'm over here, I'm this professional, and like I'm just saying wrong things. And so something I kind of got over very quickly is like, well, you know, if you think you're worried about being wrong. Why don't you focus on just being right? <laughs> Put That's forth true. the work and actually learn what we're talking about. Because the thing is, I knew a lot about it. I just didn't have a whole lot of trust in myself that I knew what I was talking about. I know it and I can I can definitely show it. But it's just like whenever I start talking about it, it's like, am I saying this wrong? Like, am I formatting this wrong? And it's just like I'd start to overthink. And, you know, the more that I've talked about it, the more that I've done this, the more I'm comfortable being like, you know what? I know what I'm talking about. And if I say something wrong, I'm not afraid to admit I was wrong. 
and we'll go back and we'll fix it. Like, that's just how it is, you know? Yeah. There's, I think, yeah, that pride. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's but hard. Yeah, that's it's, hard for it's a lot of people. Pride and the judgment. You know, I, I definitely, judgment scared me. And now it's like, I really could care less what anybody thinks about me. I, I read a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up. Oh, Mark Manson. F, F word. <laughs> that. And that book actually, you know, if you're, if you're worried about what others think about you, because that, that was something for me for a while. Um, not recently, but a, a while ago, that book can teach you so many skills and things of just how, don't literally don't care what anyone else thinks about yep. you. Just do you. And those who are in your life are the ones that actually care to be in your life. And if they don't, they can leave. Yep. You don't need them. They're bad. Pe <laughs> they're not bad people necessarily, but they're just not fit for you right now. There's That's nothing wrong 100%. with them. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip one question and I'll go back to it. But because right. we're on the topic of books, what are your top three favorite books? So funny enough, too, I uh, didn't even say this earlier. I'm just like, so <laughs> really, um, I'm actually not a massive reader. So most of my books that I read are usually going to be like self, not self-help, but like self-help, self-growth, self-growth. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like me too. The Simon Sinek books, like those books have really attracted me. Now I'm on to rich dad, poor dad stuff. So if you guys are, uh, if you guys know who, uh, is it Robert Kiyosaki, something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. I talked about it. Uh, Ryan Rudder talked about it in his episode. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, I, I'm reading some of his stuff right now. Um, I, I just finished Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and now I'm on to, gosh, I don't even remember what the name of the book is now. I literally just started. I got it a few days ago. So <laughs> there there are a lot of books that I that I read, but not any that necessarily I, I don't know i don't know if, being dyslexic like i can read now and i don't have a hard time with reading or writing yeah. it's the comprehension aspect of things so it's like i'll read something and i'll look at the whole page and i'm like what what does that just read what did that page say <laughs> <laughs> like now i have to read over it again right so yeah honestly any kind of self-help stuff is is what i like to go towards so leaders eat last great book by Simon Sinek. You've been talking uh, about that for a while. <laughs> I know it's such a, well, because it gave me a whole different perspective on how leaders should operate. And especially because in, in the sense of, you know, you have our generation and then you have the upper gen, like the older generation, right? Yeah. Now one, the biggest divide that we have and the biggest issue in our, in our country right now, and I think probably globally really is that our generations don't understand one another because they're so vastly different. Our generation is a much more emotional generation. We're very quick to things like the older generation sure. is much more patient. And it's how do you bridge the gap between those two key pivotal things? And how do you actually lead and manage a group of people who are like that? How do you actually be empathetic? How do you really listen to someone whenever something's happening? How do you really apply that? And how do you really think about them first before you know, you start making decisions, right? Again, yeah, leaders sure. eat last, take care of your people first, then take care of yourself. So I actually, <laughs> don't kill me. Um, I actually just got a book for Christmas. Let's see uh -huh. if I can, hold on. It's a book <laughs> Somewhere over there. Um, I think it's in my other book bag. Uh, but it's, I think it's called The Leadership of Nick Saban. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a really good book. It's a good book. And he, uh, he, so he didn't write it, but somebody else did. Right. You know, he's a busy guy. Uh, but it's, oh, of yeah, course. yeah, it's just his kind of thoughts on leadership, how you delegate. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I'm super excited about it. And I'm not really a foot, actually, not really is not the right word. I'm not a football person. Um, right. But I feel like if you were to, I read a book, it's called The 5 a.m. Club. Definitely one of my top three. 
Um, it's by Robin Sharma, if any of you guys want to go check it out. And he talks about if you want to be successful, study the people that are successful, what they do, what they're thinking, their techniques. Yep. And it's true. You know, I feel like really Nick Saban is an amazing coach, regardless of what, whatever team you uh, <laughs> you. Well, I mean, I, I have nothing for. against Nick because he's the thing with him and that, that people, you know, yes, people definitely have their their bouts with the football team stuff. But I mean, <laughs> people can't deny the fact that, yes, he's a great coach, but more importantly, he's a he's an actual leader. He's not just a coach. He's not just like your boss. Like he actually leads people. And there's a reason why he's successful, because he knows things. He understands the human psychology of things that most people don't. And he and understands the why. Exactly. He understands the, the why. why. And so he, goes full it's circle. like, how do you apply it to a team of guys? You know, every time he starts off a new season, he says, this is a football. <laughs> and he starts from the ground basics of everything. And, you know, all these guys have been playing football all through college, all through high school. Some transfer from different colleges. They already know what a football is. Yeah. But the key thing is that you keep everybody on the same page. And so For why sure. are we doing this? Well, here's why we're a team. We're going to do this together. We're going to learn together. If you didn't know this, this is how we do it. And we're going to keep you included. And we're going to make this whole thing inclusive. Like we're working together. I think you're really smart for picking that up because there are going to be some really key tidbits in that book that are yeah, going to help uh, you a lot. Well, the thing is I have to find it first. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of an issue, isn't it? <laughs> um, another thing that I just want to say since we're on the topic of books and reading um, I like that despite you being dyslexic or past tense, whatever. Um, yeah, I guess formally. Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, it's, and just the th it's just comprehension issues now. That's yeah. It. Well, regardless, you don't let that stop you from consuming good content, whether that's you listen to it as an audiobook or you take, you know, your time and you read those books. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, yeah, here's the obstacle. Oh, well. Let me go into another book. Here's the obstacle, yeah. but that's the way. You just I don't have know to if you've do, read thing. You just have that to one. Do it. Have you read that one? Which one? It's called The Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday. No, no. I haven't. No. I haven't. It, it sounds like a book I would read, though. Yeah, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's just um, so kind of how I got into reading, just a short story. Um, I, I knew a guy from the gym that went to CrossFit. <laughs> um but i like he he's in the he's actually a rescue swimmer um i don't think he wants me to shout him out so i'm not gonna say his name but if he's listening okay. you know who you are um <laughs> he just he likes to say it low-key and i completely respect that um he did i swear to you he is the one of one of the most disciplined badass people that i like i've ever met and i remember um we wanted, it was like in our friend group, we wanted to go bowling after, after the gym. And, um, you were like, okay, yeah. Um, you want to, like, we asked him, like, would you want to go with us? And he's like, um, I actually have to read a little bit of my book before I'm like, I'll let myself go out. I was like, man, it's a Friday night. <laughs> Come on, yeah, man. He, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and, and it took me a while, but when I realized it, it was that self-discipline that he was like, this is important to me. These are my boundaries. These are my goals. And I got to achieve them first before I can go have fun. And some of the books that he was reading, some of it he read, some of it was audio. But like when you went to his apartment, whenever we all hung out, he would just have like, he would just have a bookshelf. And he'd be like, I read this one, this one, this one, this. And they're books that are like, you know, four, five, six hundred pages long. They're I'm huge. like, yeah. 
yeah i'm like man and it really started to motivate me and you know i challenge our listeners everybody knows okay not everybody but you learn how to read at a young age and that's a superpower that you get to unlock you already have it so why not use it as a tool kind of like your gym membership to move you forward to fuel you and if you can't Uh, read just go to an audiobook you can do it Look, take it from me. You can do it. Take it from somebody that that's done it. There's, there's some. There are many ways to do. It. There's no excuse to not do it unless they just don't offer an audiobook. Then I guess ask them. Hey, are you guys can make an audiobook for this. <laughs> make but an audiobook for it. Make, make an audiobook. You have no other choice. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, you know, like like Mackenzie's saying, it's there are ways to do it. You can do it. You can read. You, you don't even have to read. Just listen. That's true. It. it you need to do your own research. And once you start doing your own research and reading your own stuff, you're going to unlock a whole different world. That's true. What's the next question? Um, I was going to skip to what is one thing that you do every day that makes you uncomfortable but helps you grow? Like, what do you do to challenge yourself, basically? Um, I guess more so the uncomfortable thing for me is not something I necessarily do every day, but more so every week. Um, mm-hmm. is right now reaching out to people in a real estate network that I've never met before because I, I don't know anything. I, I literally know nothing about the industry. I mean, I know stuff about it now because I've been doing my, <laughs> I've been really working on that. But every time that I come upon somebody that knows something on it, like I just had a meeting with um, some people a couple of days ago about you know financial advice for investing in real estate. I've never had a meeting with anybody like that before. So like I had that yesterday. And I'm not saying that's what you all need to do, but that's what I'm doing right now because that's what I want to do. And I know I want, I see myself going into real estate at some point and I need to get my ducks in a row and figure out, okay, here's what I need to have done. Here's how I need to think about this. And here's our, I'm, I have a plan. I have a why. I have a whole game plan of how I'm going to get there. And this is the end result that I want to achieve. Now I just got to do it. Right. And yeah, so that's the uncomfortable put, part. You have to put in the work. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And just have to just, you know, meet with people, talk with people, learn uncomfortableness for me right now is not knowing things. I'm talking to people that know a lot. Gotcha. So, I got to send you Ryan Rudder's wave. <laughs> please do, man. Please, please do. I've, I've got, we're, <laughs> we're meeting with a lot of people right now. I like so, that. Yes. Um, next question. This is the one Will has my notes, by the way. So that's why he's wondering which one yes. we're on. Um, what cheating. is your favorite piece of advice? Quotes? Favorite piece of advice. What is your motto? That might help. What is my motto? You know, I'm going to be honest. I haven't actually thought about a motto. Like I have a saying, actually, it's on my keys. Hold on, let me go get it because I can't go, actually go grab it. your keys. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go grab my keys really fast. Guys, <laughs> I found my book. I found my book. Oh, you got your book? I found my book. It was in my bag. Um, It's oh, called The Leadership Secrets of Nick Saban by John Talty. T-A-L-T-Y. T-A-L-T-Y. Okay. Okay. I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. Please do. So let me just go ahead and preface this uh, before I actually say it. They're on my car keys right now. I used to have them. It's a dog tag. I used to have it around my neck all the time. Um, I then got a different necklace right now. I have a cross. So it's I just rather with... Puka shell necklace. There, yeah, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I mean, I got the cross because it's, you know, pretty given right now why I have yeah. a cross, right? So, <laughs> so this is a statement that's kind of got me through a lot of hard times in my life. And I've, I've been to some very low points in times. And, um, you know, that was a long time ago, but it's something that kind of got me through. And, and I'd love to say it's a Bible verse. This one isn't a Bible verse, 
This one is actually just a saying that, that I saw somewhere and it says life won't be easy, but it will always be worth it. Man. Whenever you're going through life, understand, you know, and this also, this ties into so many different things, especially with religion. You know, God places obstacles in your life for a reason. It won't be easy, but the things you go through that aren't easy are what make other things better. To get somewhere, like I said earlier, to get somewhere you've never been, you have to do some stuff you've never done. And that's not easy quote. to do. You got a quote? I got a quote. Um, it's also, shout out to Boss Talk uh, Podcast, everything that you go through is preparing you for what you asked for. Yep, exactly. And that's that's kind yeah. of that. That's that's just that's just what it is. That's definitely a motto of mine that I have on here. And honestly, I'm trying to find a Bible verse so I can change that to or add to that. So that's that's something I've had with me for years and years. That's why I have it on my car keys because I don't have it on my necklace and I still want it with me wherever I go because those keys go with me everywhere. And I guess my favorite piece of advice is just do your best. You know, you only have one life. And if you have a desire to do something, granted it be like a rational desire, not something crazy. Understand none of that is impossible. You may have other fears and things that are stopping you from doing it, but don't let that stop you. There's no need to let that stop you because frankly, you only have one life and you never know what it could be until you start trying. Yeah, you just got to go for it. Um, can I remember if this was just a little bit, I don't know if this was before or after we met, but when I was uh, still at, in the States, I actually got into a car accident. Really? Um, yeah. And I did a couple 360s, not like I didn't like rotate where my car flipped up and down, but it, mm -hmm. it rotated like sideways. Yeah. Um, and it's insane because as we're on the topic of everything that we are, what happened was there was like tire debris that was on the road and it was just drizzling. And I was actually on my way to the gym to go hang, like hang out at the gym to work yeah. out for hangout. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was early. So nobody was at the gym yet. It was like four 30. Everyone usually gets there at five, six, seven. In the morning. No, God, no. <laughs> I was like, um, my goodness, that's early. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I was actually coming back from lecture on the way back um, to, to the Y. And in those moments where I was spinning and I was thinking like, is this the last? Is this, is this it? Is this the final moment of my life? Um, and then yeah. at the time, I think I was 18. So I was pretty young. And I was thinking, and I've been pretty aware of legacy and the things that we talk about on here. I feel like when I was 11, 12, 13, I've always asked myself those questions. So I've always, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I've always had that in mind with everything that I do is leaving that legacy and kind of my why with things that I do. Right. And I remember as I was, I was spinning, I asked myself, did I live a life that I would be okay with letting go as of this moment? If this is the end, did I fulfill everything I did? And while I was spinning, I, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure I did. And at that time, I was 17, 18. Like, I had just gotten out of high school. Um, I think it was my freshman year. And yeah, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> and yeah. the insane part is, in my head, when I said I was good, the car stopped and I mashed up right against a, a guardrail mm -hmm. and probably like a foot a foot and a half away from had i not hit that guardrail it was a long way down to train tracks and you could hear the train coming wow and the insane part oh, is wow. i was just like i felt like what just happened <laughs> i was like okay there has to be something to this right you know and i was just like maybe it wasn't my time in that time i was thinking god's given you another chance to keep doing that with the rest of your life yeah. and um it was kind of just in just insane for me and thankfully nobody was hurt i didn't hit anybody i actually just 
I ended up on the wrong side, like on the little lane next to the, the guardrail, looking right. at the other side of traffic. Like, so I was backwards in that sense. And had I not hit at the moment that I did, I remember right when I hit, I just saw this red Ford F-150 just like through the interstate. So had it happened half a second to a second, two seconds, like very few seconds apart, I would have been teed. And God knows like where I would have been. That changed my life. Right. I, I was in an accident. I'm sorry that happened, by the way. Were you okay? Have, Were you well, okay after that? Did, um, did you have to go to the hospital at all? So, long story short, I had a lot of free time and I babysat a lot for free because I had nothing else to do. That's like a whole yeah. other story. Um, and during the time that I was recovering was actually the semester I was supposed I was supposed to transfer up over to the University of Toronto. But if I had not been babysitting with the person that I had been babysitting with, I would never met have met my boyfriend really yeah so it's isn't it funny god works in mysterious ways it's uh yeah he really does so he really does. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing you know we all like we should never live in fear but we should always know that that can happen at any point in time so you bring up a good point are you living a life worth living are you doing what you want to do for me is it doing it to the extent of where i glorify god in what i do like wait wait, wait. going i'm just going to put this question in there so because it's go for it, go your for it. answer yeah, is yeah. there um yeah. like what is your definition of success for your life what goals do you think you have to hit in order to consider yourself successful if you don't already think you're successful okay yeah you know so it might be living that that life where you're impacting other people i've heard that answer truthfully, as well truthfully that's that's really what i care most about is i've always been someone and i mean a lot of people can test this where i just want to help others it makes me happy and feel good whenever i know i impacted someone else positively yes. and it's yes like i enjoy doing all this stuff but ultimately at the end of it if i had to quit everything else out like i like no offense to the the content and stuff but i would drop because this is not something like i i produce the content and it takes a lot of time but if i ultimately had to make a decision i would stop this and i would go physically be with other people helping other people because i get way more gratification from that than i ever would for this I do enjoy this stuff. Don't get me wrong. And I, I, I don't plan on quitting anytime soon because I really am. I hope not. It. It's, start, it's starting to get very fun. But that's just how I've always been as a person is it's just it makes me happy to see whenever other people are learning, they're catching on or they get passionate about something that, you know, I was able to impact them in a certain way through that. And if I don't know what you're doing, just being your cheerleader on the sideline makes me really happy too, because I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't know what she's doing or he's doing, but I know that they're crushing it and I'm going to be here right next to them whenever they win that race or they do whatever. And I'm going to be their number one fan there on the sideline because I know, and I believed in them because they can do it. You guys can do what you want to do. You if, you put put your mind, if you put your mind and soul to it, and that's the thing I believe in so many people, everybody has potential. I don't care how low you are. I don't care how high you are. So my definition of of success, really, I don't have like a straight up definition of success. I don't, I don't feel like I'm successful. I'm successful in the sense of I have a job. I'm successful in the sense of I'm running three podcasts and a newsletter, but my fulfillment doesn't come from that. Like I don't sit there and stare at the numbers and be like, oh my gosh, like I'm not successful. Like I'm not going to make it like, no, I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't really care about it because I just enjoy it. Like it's just fun to do. Because that's me. the what, right? That's the what. Exactly. It's the what. And I know why I'm doing it. So to me, it doesn't, I mean, there are people that definitely have like a game plan and they, they turn it into a whole business thing, which will probably happen at some point. But it's, I, I detach myself more so from the superficial stuff and I focus more on the really real things of how does this help somebody? The substance. And <laughs> the substance of it, exactly.
you know, right now, because it's just a big season of change, I'm just kind of letting God guide me at the moment. I don't really know what my purpose is at the moment. I, I thought I understood what it was before, but you know, a lot has kind of changed in the past couple of weeks. So it's, I'm um, going through a big season <laughs> that of change. Is relatable. Right now. Yeah, relatable. It's, it's a big season of change for me and, and growth. Truthfully, I didn't have an answer. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'll find out here at some point, but right now I'm just going to keep on living life the way that I feel like I'm being pushed and called to do. And so that's just what I'm, what I'm going to do. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, I'm still happy at the end of the day. And that's why I start my day with prayer because if you start your day with prayer and you get yourself in the right mindset, you can never have a bad, I mean, you will have bad days, but your perception of things will, you will never have a bad day. Next question where we just have this question and the next question that we're done. <laughs> um, death is inevitable. When you're gone, how do you want to be remembered? That might just tie into what you just said. It, it probably can tie. I care more about because I mean, I may do a whole lot of stuff and I do do a whole lot of stuff. They're not going to remember me for that. I want people to remember me for who I am, not for what I did. You know, actually, there's a quote and it said, the fingerprints don't fade from the lives that you touch. Yep. Because people will, people will always remember what you did for them, not in the sense of like how you made them feel right. and kind of just being there for them, whether you made them feel crappy or what, whatever your reputation is. In my opinion, that's how I feel about it. And I fully agree with that quote. I think that's a perfect quote. Gotcha. We have one last question. Um, any advice? question. <laughs> any advice for the people that want to start doing what you do, whether that's cybersecurity, content creation, following Christ? For doing what I do, I give one for each. Okay. For cybersecurity, I'm going to be honest, I'm self-taught in cybersecurity. I learned a lot of my stuff through YouTube and another place called Hack the Box and Try Hack Me. Um, if you want to get into pen testing or hacking, I would definitely recommend checking out those three places, YouTube, Hack the Box, and Try Hack Me. They will teach you so much. If you want a good YouTuber, go to IPSEC, I-P-P-S-E-C. Uh, he's great about showing you how to do things and he explains everything he does too. So you can just watch a lot of those videos and just try and learn, pick up the concepts. And that's, that's after you have like a core idea of what computing stuff is. So for cybersecurity, that's that for podcasting, just start, <laughs> just yep. start. That's start. I had no idea yeah. what I was doing. <laughs> just, you just come up with an idea, put a reason behind why you're going to do that thing that you have an idea for and just do it. There's never a better time than, than now. And I think that's true with, with everything really. Um, you don't have to wait till new year's. <laughs> right. Exactly. Lastly, but following Christ, I don't think that you're ever too late for that. It's never too early or too late. Well, actually I will say this. I do think there is a too late, but I don't think there's a never too. There's never too early. Like too late would be two seconds before you're about to die, um, because I mean you're you're dead. You lived a life full of not following him, right? You know, if you're if you're interested or intrigued being Christian or or looking into the Bible, probably my favorite book actually. I would just open it up and honestly start reading it. If you, if you if that's a little bit daunting to you, there's an app called U Version. I think it is. There's probably um, also a podcast about it somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, there there are tons of podcasts about getting started, um, and there's no wrong way to get started. That's the thing. There's no wrong way to get started. So U Version is an app that I use. You can go on there and find different plans. So they have like Bible study plans you can go through at your own pace, and like. For every season of life, like I feel like I've already gone, I've gone through like 20 of these because they they're so applicable to things that are going on in life, and it shows you how to actually apply it into your life. And so, if you're if you're even slightly interested, or you feel like you're getting called or pushed to do that, or you feel like you're seeing things in your world like a testimony, like I have a big testimony where it was like that wasn't a coincidence, and it happened consecutively back to back to back to back to where it was like that's not a coincidence, that's a sign. 
that's how you get started. Honestly, you just, you just got to start and that applies to everything. You just got to start. There's um, no better time than right now. <laughs> Actually now closing off and now that I'm kind of just thinking since we started with Blake and I think we should end with Blake. Um, <laughs> Blake. There was, when I was younger, there was a really dark period of my life and I was really struggling and Blake actually was the only person that at the time could have got me out of it. And he did. Yeah, it's shout out to him because had he not done what he had did back in the day, I wouldn't be here, <laughs> frankly. I can, I can um, say the same thing. And not, so, not with Blake, but <laughs> shout out to I know, Blake. <laughs> I know Blake's a big, a big follower too. Now that I look back, I'm like, had he not been there the, when he was the way that he was, there, there may not be a, there may not be a Mindful Mac podcast. There may have not been a Mackenzie for that very long time. Um, well, so shout out I'm to very him. Thankful, Thank you. Very thankful for you to be here, and thankful that Blake was there in your life. So I'm just very thankful that you're here. Thankful that you have created this, and that all this is kind of going on because Mackenzie, this is going to be incredible. In this I know, podcast, right back at you. Really you know, it's. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate um, it. You know, it's the impact that we're going to have on people because I want to be a positive impact on the internet. So right. we're not sure where this, uh, who's going to be listening, but um, we hope that if you are listening, that this helps you in some way in your journey to wherever you, you're going. Um, right. But I, I'm going to do my outro. This is my first time doing my outro. Hey, I have my notes. let's go. Um, but don't forget to stay mindful because being mindful can help build the best version of yourself. Um, thank you for listening in and don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on whichever platform you're using. It really helps us grow our community as we just spent all that time talking about community. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, see what I did there? Yeah, um, I like it, I like it. <laughs> and we'll catch you in the next one. Go forth and prosper. <laughs>